Garrett Wynn Davies is a Welsh Canadian actor who has starred in numerous plays, movies, and television shows since his debut in 1977. We met Mr. Davies in September of 2023 and completely lost our minds. After we came to, we had one goal in mind watch everything he has ever been in so that next time we're ready. How has this man made a career out of making out on screen? Will this be enough to help us make it through the next meeting still conscious? This isn't a podcast, it's an inoculation. Hey. 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 <laughs> Sup. <laughs> this is a sexual podcast. <clears throat> <clears throat> Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Meg. And this is Gare Can Get It. <laughs> On this week's episode, Alien Sex Baby. <laughs> Alien Sex Baby. If they gave awards for makeouts on screen or stage, this guy would get a lifetime achievement. He'll find any excuse to get right to second face. You honestly wouldn't believe it. Dissecting each and every kiss with tongue. There's only one conclusion to come to. It's that Gare can get it. Gare can get it. <laughs> also known as Outer Limits Season 2 Episode 17. There we go. Uh, paradise from 1990 oh i don't know i didn't look wait i didn't look it's ruined i don't know shit i know i you gotta cut this part out no i don't i we are an unscripted podcast if you want a scripted podcast go listen to crime junkie i (laughs) i know everything else let me see utter limits season two episode 17 paradise from 1996 nice yeah there we go so right in the middle of filming Forever Night. Or just at the end. Oh. Um, so before we start, what was your overall <laughs> experience Experience watching this compared to uh, me texting you about this <laughs> TV show and just texting you the words Alien Sex Baby over and over again? Um, well, I felt prepared. Maybe, I don't know if I would have been more excited or more freaked out if I hadn't gotten it or if. I felt already worn into the idea of alien sex baby. We'll never know. Well, I hope I didn't I hope I didn't ruin the magic that is alien sex baby for you. I mean it's outer limits. It's hard to ruin all the magic that is outer limits. The show is so fucking weird. Also, so I totally was not expecting any of the nudity in this. Like before we get started, I was thinking this was just like a late night TV program and all of a sudden there were like full frontal breasts <laughs> everywhere and one gold painted woman totally in the nude. So like that was very shocking for me. And a naked baby. Yes. Like a legit naked baby. Yeah, that was like a, a bad baby yeah. badge. Yeah. <laughs> we did yeah, we did see tiny naked baby baby parts. Yeah. I feel like the seventies has inoculated me to random nudity. But I was not expecting to see it in the 90s. Yeah. On Uh, TV. Yeah. I have not watched most of the 70s programs with you. So, like, I was not at all prepared. (laughs) (laughs) I was expecting just, like, just, like, made-for-TV programming. And all of a sudden, it was just, like, nipples. And I was like, oh, wow. I don't remember what this aired on. I wonder what program, like, what. The Outer Limits. It must have been, like you said, it must have been something like Showtime. Yeah. Yeah. It couldn't have been, like, the, the ones where you just got it. 
ABC, no, right? Could NBC. you imagine flipping through the channels and all of a sudden there's aliens, yeah, maybe, no. and nipples? Your brain would explode. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, okay. Let me, let's, let's start at the beginning so that we get the oh, full experience. Do. The yeah. full. <laughs> <laughs> this was so fucking mental. This show. <laughs> this is so insane. Okay. So. It starts off, um, there's a guy named Jimmy, and he's at a bar. You find out later that he is a local uh, sheriff's deputy. He's at a bar. He looks kind of like Brian Cranston's slightly homelier brother, which is which is fine, but he's hanging Aww. out at the bar. What? Oh, it's just sad. Well, I slightly mean, homelier brother. I, he's not an ugly man, but no. like he looks like Brian Cranston. If Brian Cranston was like maybe in a car accident, apparently one of his mom's friends thought he was fuckable. <laughs> oh, oh no! Why would you? <laughs> oh God! Am oh, I wrong? No. no, you're not wrong. That's terrible. <laughs> this is the worst. Okay, so this this very very handsome man. So he's he's at the bar. Um, some, some rando lady starts hitting on him, like, very aggressively. Yeah, well, she's not wearing a shirt. That is true, because the first, the first shot you see of her is just, is just bra. Yeah. It's tits. Uh, which is how I knew that this was going to be a very special episode. <laughs> when it pans up from, like, her belly button area, and it just lingers on, like, full voluptuous breasts. And I was like, okay, hey, yeah. our limits, what's up? So... I don't think she even tries to – oh, she makes some small talk. She's like, do you like sports? I like sports. And she's like, breasts. And then they go right back to his house. <laughs> he goes, maybe we have some sports in common. Yeah. Uh, it turns out sex. Sex yeah. is the sport they like, have in common. Uh, maybe volleyball. And she's like, hunting. <laughs> she says hunting in a way that makes me think that this is going to oh, be like I a werewolf episode. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. And then when they have sex, she has like what I could only describe as werewolf sex where she's like – Kind of like tearing at him all over, like it's. I I thought like without having having seen this episode before the first time, I was like, oh, this is she's a werewolf or a monster or something. She's gonna eat him alive. But no, that would have been too fucking normal for the outer limits. <laughs> what the outer limits provides is something so much worse. But we'll get th- we will get there, audience. So, um, Jimmy. Random sheriff's deputy Jimmy is at the bar. Lady's like, you want to fuck this? And he's like, I'm Jimmy. Yes, I do. So they go back to Jimmy's house. (laughs) They go back to Jimmy's house. They have very graphic sex on screen. And all of a sudden, the woman goes, it didn't work. I did what I promised. crying. Yes, weeping. And Jimmy- buttoning up and she starts weeping. And he does not look shocked. He's like, I'm sorry. That happens to a lot of women. That was the most shocking part for me (laughs) is that she's, yeah, she is head in her hands, sitting there wrapped up in a blanket- like, full-on despondent, and he's like, well, this again. And I'm just like, this is – that's more depressing than anything else in this entire episode. <laughs> the total lack of reaction you have to a woman crying after having sex with you. <laughs> but we're going to just push past that because Jimmy – I feel like if we think about the Jimmy character too much, like, both of us will get real bummed out. So, anyways, yeah, she goes, it didn't work. I did what I promised, but I failed. Then she turns into an old woman – pretty immediately and then she screams at the top of her lungs and then we go to the outer limits opening credits and i was like what the fuck <laughs> the fuck is that they don't explain that for another 45 minutes so we'll get there guys we'll get there so um then i forgot that the outer limits has like a whole um disembodied voiceover that just happens yeah. at the beginning and the end that like doesn't add anything but does creep you the fuck out uh, it do- it's like the moral yeah, but in this case, what is 
How would you describe the no in this case? Children are immortality. Children are how we. You know what did a better episode of that? Baby, baby from Forever Night. (laughs) Just go and watch the German lesbian (laughs) try and have sex with Gare, and it's so fucking powerful she becomes a (laughs) a vampire forever. Make me immortal, okay? (laughs) (laughs) With with my dick, I can do that. No, no, I meant pregnant. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm like, I got should have led with that (laughs) because I got my teeth dicks. I can't use my regular dick. I'm a vampire. I don't know what to tell you. There's no going back now. <laughs> My bad. You said you said immortality, and I asked no further questions. <laughs> you should have been specific. <laughs> I think the voiceover is like children bring immortality, and it's how we pass on the burden of humanity, which is so fucking dark, <laughs> so heavy. <laughs> this, like, in terms of a moral, I this this one doesn't ha- it doesn't know it doesn't know but it's like menacing voiceover about immortality mm-hmm. and it just made me think about baby baby frankly and how much i miss german vampire lesbians anyways and that like messed up hair she had anyways go listen to that episode of coming 81 kilo it's if you want it's 3 hours long <laughs> it's worth it it's, it's such so a good long. such a good episode so um then about four four minutes and 36 seconds we finally get gear on screen we had to wait a whole fucking four minutes it was torture uh Gare does a patented Gare move, which is to say the first time he's on screen, he's fucking uh, kissing. He's kissing his wife. I thought for some reason I had the note that he was in bed, but that's later. So he's immediately just making out with his wife, walking through the hospital. He's a cop. He's a sheriff. Sheriff's deputy. Named Grady. Named Grady. Yeah. I'm going to call him Gare throughout every single one of these because I will not remember anybody's name. <laughs> he is <fine>. Gare. <laughs> that's who he is. Um, he's married to a lady whose name is Christina. Christine? Christina? Yeah. Christy. She goes by Chris. Yeah. And Chrissy. So... Um, for some reason, he's always a cop and he's always with a doctor. For I don't know if fucking... Anyways, so... Maybe it's allegorical. River Knight callback. So um, they're kissing and wife is like, oh, my sister's having a baby and I can't have a baby and I'm real bummed out about it. Mop, mop, mop. Um, and sister wants, wants Chrissy to tell their mom because Chrissy's sister, whose name I don't remember, it's here somewhere. Chrissy's sister um, is... Sonny? No, not Sonny. Anyways, Chrissy's sister, it's whatever like her name Cammie is. Cammy or something. It's, it's like the same name. It's like Chrissy. Yeah. Uh Cammy or something. That's terrible. I know I wrote it down somewhere. Anyways. So Chrissy's sister can't deal with their mom who has Alzheimer's. And so Chrissy's sister is like, bring, bring, hey Chris, tell mom I'm gonna have a baby. Okay, bye. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> You're putting all that on her? Like, okay. Yeah. Anyways, like Gare gets the maybe she thinks she'll catch Alzheimer's through the phone. Oh, I just, you know what? She's like, like, be nice. If you're gonna be like funny, sarcastic cop, you know who does that? John Capalos. And he does the like eyebrow lift. He does his eyebrow lift. The like, I've been cracking up for 45 minutes before we started this scene, and now I'm trying to be serious. It is my favorite. It is my new favorite fucking thing that I'm noticing in everything Gare does. The like, uh, I am above all this, and I think it's really fucking funny. Eyebrows. I'm in yeah. on a joke, yeah. but you don't know yeah. the joke. The jo- P.S. The joke is the TV show. <laughs> that's, that's what his face is. The joke is this TV show. Yeah. I'm getting paid. I'm here to fuck. Here I am, guys. Like, I just, I fucking. It's called Daddy Needs a New Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I fucking love it so much. He just, he makes the like, and I'm like, oh, sir. Okay. So anyways, um, he has this capitalized moment. <laughs> Um, and so then we've got, uh, wife being like, oh, my sister wants to tell mom, wants me to tell mom. And it's like, okay, that's kind of shitty to put that on your sister, but whatever. So then, um, all of a sudden Dr. Wife, who I don't think she's part of the coroner's office, but it feels sort of like, it feels sort of like in other women's children when you have the doctor character and her whole job is just hospital, <laughs> like how Ken's job is just beach 
from the Barbie movie. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, today you're working in the morgue. And she's like, all right, like, aye, aye, Captain. And she goes down to the morgue. Um, and the woman that Jimmy had been having sex with, her body is in the morgue. And let's just pause for a moment to describe this. Her body is full-on fucking mummified. Yeah. She has one, like, weird little marble eye and one empty eye socket. And she looks like a mummy you would see in a museum who'd been dead for a thousand years. But they're all treating it just sort of like, oh, hey, this young woman that they're Jimmy like, had sex it with. Strep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking lost my mind. Um, and then, and then um, wife Chris is like, um, could it have been flesh-eating bacteria? And I'm like, she is jerky. Where the fuck did she go to medical school? Necrotizing Why fasciitis? Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, wh- how did you... She got dunked in a tank full of it. <laughs> <laughs> it. Like, their guesses make no sense. And they're also, like, not at all freaked out that this woman... Like, Jimmy's version is she was young and hot, and then she became elderly, and then she became a bog mummy. And, the, and, the, <laughs> and they're like, well... They're like, well, that happens, I guess. Let's not call the CDC. We're not going to tent it off. No. We're not going to... No. Quarantine yeah. that body in any shape, way, no. shape, or form. And then somehow no. the coroner has done some kind of test by like poking her with a stick. I don't know. He's done some kind of a test and he's like, oh yeah, it looks like she has all the diseases. And I was like, what do you mean all all the diseases? He's like, she's got super cancer. She's got extra cancer. <laughs> she's got diseases that like only old women have for some reason. Her brain is melting. And I was just like, so, okay. So she was young and then old and then bog mummy. She has every disease known to man. And you are totally calm and fine with this. You're not in a hazmat suit you're just wearing like one little face mask and you're looking at her and poking her with a stick and like yeah this is fine she's probably not contagious and that's what they tell jimmy they're like well you go home and rest but like probably you're fine do you know that how many bog mummies have you dealt with who are full of (laughs) semen like i don't even how how are you this calm and like confident about it well jimmy was acting like this had happened before so well, maybe like, yeah. Well, look, women weep after having sex with Jimmy. They don't become they don't become mummies. I have to imagine that's a different episode. But anyway, I, I hope. I mean, it would be a better episode. But they're like, but they're like, ah, whatever. She's full of diseases, and they're like, oh, we don't care. Jimmy, go home. If your dick falls off, let us know. So then. They have <laughs> basically right. So then they have Gare and Jimmy, and they're like walking out of. I guess I guess they're walking out of the area where like the coroner's office is. And Gare starts lecturing Jimmy on promiscuity, and his fucking face. Yeah. His fucking face is again the like this entire thing is a joke, and I think it's so fucking funny. Because let's just pause for a second. If there's anyone who's gonna lecture anyone about promiscuity on screen, fucking sir, really. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that you were in, you were the goddamn Mac Daddy. And this, you're like, oh, I don't know, Jimmy. Do I have to really like tell you to? put a rubber on and I was like sir (laughs) Gare no you don't because it's his fucking business but thank you for that line I really appreciate it (laughs) I feel like Gare lecturing anyone about promiscuity is more in terms of like how to be promiscuous (laughs) you know what I mean like like if you're doing it and they turn into a bog mummy you're doing it wrong man she started crying again Jimmy again (laughs) did you clean your house up like I told you to I did man I really did (laughs) you're using your dick sideways again Man, it wrong. <laughs> so, I like I died. I had to watch that scene like twice because I he was just like mm, promise cutie and I was like, sir. So um Jimmy's like, I didn't even have her name. And I was like, okay, all right, Jimmy, good luck, man. But yeah, they're like, Yeah, you're probably not gonna you're probably not uh contagious. You probably didn't get any disease from this woman who we don't know what she has except for all the cancers. You're fine, go home. So then Wife Chrissy goes off to see her mom at the nursing home, and Jimmy's mom, Sylvia, is also there. So she meets two little old ladies, Sylvia uh, first, and then um, her own mom, whose name is, I should know, I should know. 
What's the mom's name? Do you remember? Hmm. That's terrible. I know it's Uncle Jerry. Amelia? And then, no, Amelia was from the last thing that we watched. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Helen. Her mom's Helen. Helen. Okay. So we got, we've got Helen and we've got, <laughs> Amelia, how dare you? We've got um, Helen and we've got um, Uncle Jerry and we've got Sylvia and they're all there. And Jerry is still with it. I think he's just living in like the part of the nursing home that's really like a senior center because he seems fine. He's just elderly. Yeah. And he helps take care of um, Chris's mom, Helen. And then, like I said, Jimmy's mom, Sylvia, is there. And Sylvia and Helen both seem like they're in some stage of Alzheimer's or they have something with dementia. They're both a little bit losing it. Um, and both of them are the creepiest fucking old ladies. <laughs> they have, like, very sweet, very sweet, like, I'm going to bake you a pie faces. But both of them are just like, I'm going into the light. I'm going to go see the light. And Chris is like, okay, Alzheimer's. And I'm like... No, no. Uh, we've all dealt with people with Alzheimer's. They don't sit there rocking back and forth going, I'm going into the light. I'm going into the light. Like, that's not <laughs> that's not generally an accepted thing that happens when everyone has Alzheimer's. But Chris is like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Bye, Sylvia. Have a good time. Jimmy's going to see you soon. <laughs> Fucking whatever. So then Chris goes off to see her mom, Helen, and her Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry is Chris's dad's brother. So it's it's her dead dad's living brother. It's her mom's brother-in-law. So brother-in-law is taking care of mom, Helen, um, brushing her hair and braiding her hair. And like, obviously, even at this point, totally infatuated with her. <laughs> so, whatever. So um, Chris tells her mom that, oh, the sister is Cindy. You're right. It's Cindy and Chris. Their names do go together. Yeah. So Chris tells her mom, hey, um, Cindy is having a kid. And Chris's mom is just, she's just really gone. She doesn't remember having another. She doesn't remember that that Chris is her daughter. She doesn't remember having Cindy as her daughter. She's just she's just enjoying getting her hair brushed and saying, I'm going into the light. I'm going into the light. So creepy as fuck. All right. So we get through that. Um, and then we switch all of a sudden. We're out into a field. And there's another desiccated looking corpse in the middle of a field that kids are just riding by on their bicycle because it's fucking fine. It's fine. Small yeah. town living. Yeah. They're not going to be uh, scarred by li- for uh-uh. life for this. Yeah, it's fine. So um, then you see Gare drive up in, what did you call it? His I'm compensating for something truck. (laughs) He's got the I'm compensating for something patrol car because everybody else is in a little car and he's in like a giant suburban police car. I mean, the man fucks. What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) It's black. It's shiny. It's black. It's got giant tires. It is higher than everybody else. My name's Grady. Police around here. <laughs> he like really determinedly stomps through the leaves. He does. It's a very. It is a very, very much like sheriff's deputy in a small town walk. It is. Yeah, the, I'm, like somebody I'm holding my that dick. body down. It can't yeah. run away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm swinging my dick walk. So they go out and they see this desiccated bog mummy corpse, and they're like, "Yeah, we think she's been here for a couple of days." Are you fucking kidding me? Could like be she, strep. Yeah, could be strep. She has been mummified for like a thousand years, and they're like, I don't know, two days? I This town, how did they solve any murders? This is a problem. But they, they basically like kick the tires on the mummy corpse. And then this younger cop is like, uh, so Gary's like, does anyone know who she is? And this young cop is like, oh yeah, that's Virginia Masters from the nursing home. How do you fucking tell she's jerky? How did you look at her and be like, I know, oh he's yeah. He's like, I re- he's, this guy is trying to earn his little money. 
He's like, I recognize her. She, she's from that nursing home. It's just on the other side of this field. You know the one where the old people are? Kara's like, stares off in the distance it, like, nice try, kid. It was, you know what? I I can't act, so I can't. I can judge a little bit, I guess. But it is. it did have, like, a hint of forced company's first day out. It must be really hard to be next to like the physical embodiment of sex appeal, just like walking down the road. <laughs> you know what? I, I've heard, I mean, men can do it. Matt figured it out. It was just yeah. you and I that like started hearing, started hearing white noise and had a full on blackout experience. <laughs> it's just static. We ourselves, in in a way, we became the Bogmummies. Because <laughs> we just fucking died. So... Anyways, they kick the fucking corpse, and they're like, oh, yeah, she's from the nursing home. How do you tell? No idea. So then the, then you, you forgot the best part with um, kid trying to earn his sad card. He's like, is this a plague? How would Gare know? Gare's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yes. Yes, my son, it's a biblical plague. <laughs> it's, an, it's, COVID, it's COVID 2021, and it turns you into a bog mummy. Yeah. Okay? Anyways, it did feel like in terms of like the plague and everyone ignoring it, it did feel like a little bit prescient. I don't yeah. know. Did you get that sense too? Like in terms of like COVID, I was like, oh yeah, this thing is happening that's horrifying and should scare in them. That and they no all one... felt dumb and were like looking directly at a mummified corpse and being like, I don't think that's real. I think they just died of death. Yeah. Yeah. Just ignoring yeah. the things they should be afraid of. And not taking any kind of precautions and just being like, this is fine. Oh, you fucked the bog mummy? Probably your dick <laughs> won't fall off. Yeah. Like, I just, she shriveled up immediately. Oh, as long as yeah, she wasn't the bog mummy before. Yeah. That's, that's gross, fine. man. That's, that's gross. gross. But like, you fucked her and then became a bog mummy? Fist bump. We're good. Just <laughs> <laughs> take some, like, amoxicillin. You're fine. So, um... We're, now we're all of a sudden, we're back at the morgue. We're with the second one. So we're, we're, we're with uh, Virginia Masters, so the lady that we just saw in the field. The coroner's like, yep, she's all shriveled up. I don't I don't know. The other one, we, she was in her 20s, and then she died. This one, we know, was a lady in her 70s, and then she died. And isn't that weird that both of them had semen in their bodies? And I was like, well, I mean, nursing homes are where everyone goes to get it on. I mean, that's yeah. the stories I could tell you from legal aid. You don't even want to know. Just... <laughs> The diseases, <laughs> the things people have walked in on. I mean, it is a fucking party shack. So the fact that they're so like, she's an old woman. How could semen get inside her? I was like, I mean, there's a way for semen to get inside her. Like, it's not really a mystery. Do, do we need to talk? Do you, Have you not had that talk yet? Do you not know how that gets there? <laughs> And it was, like, a little bit, like, shamey. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's in her 70s. If she wants to fuck her way around town, let her fuck her. Well, we all know once women hit menopause, you just close up shop. Oh, yeah. The whole seal is shut. Yeah. The clamshell becomes totally, yeah, Yeah, totally locked tight forever. You never, ever want to be touched ever again. And, yeah. Yeah. A shawl appears on your body. And at that point, your vagina just becomes like a Barbie doll. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You can pee and nothing else. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the 90s. So, I mean, or no, what was it? What year did I say it was 96? 96. Yeah, fucking the 90s. Okay. So we're looking at Second Corpse, which is, what did I say, Virginia Masters. Um, the coroner is asked by Chris, like, hey, should we uh, tell the CDC that we have, like, uh, 
a plague of bog mummies? Like, should we tell someone? And he's like, no. nah, the CDC is a pain in my ass. We'll just figure this out on our own. And <laughs> I was like, like they're going to overreact. They're going to come in with the army and they're going to want to quarantine the town. And maybe they should. Stop this from spreading. I mean, if it's Those Jimmy's assholes. dick that's shriveling women up, maybe Jimmy should be quarantined. Like, Those I don't. Assholes. <laughs> he was like, the level of like, yeah, the level of like, I don't want to cede my authority. Was just, I was like, oh, flash forward. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Whoever wrote this knew the future. But so he's like, yeah, I don't, let's just, let's not tell the CDC until all of us are dead. Um, and isn't it weird that these two corpses were both full of semen and they seem to have a third ovary? And then they go and they look at this x ray and the x ray has like a little third ovary fucking drawn in <laughs> with like whiteout marker. And it's not like to the left or the right. It's like not part of the fallopian tubes. It's like right off the middle, like a third fucking eye. And I was like, oh, spooky guys. Good job. So fucking Which spooky. Which was never found on any previous test. 50 years. All of these women had children. Not a single well, one of them had this ultrasound. They were, they were old women. And so therefore, uh, they could never go to the. Um, the, what do you call it? The and OBGYN. What is this? How is this an X-ray and it shows soft tissue? That's that's true. Actually, I was just thinking that because um, it's the outer limits and they don't give a shit about science. Because <laughs> the only way this would be visible is if they did like a like, like a photo. A, Maybe they took an artsy black and white photo of her messed up. They could up do uterus. like a cat scan or whatever on the corpse, or they could have like visually seen it. Like yeah. I did a Y incision. I looked at her uterus. She had a weird third thingy sticking off yeah. the top. Well, we know that they did the Y incision because at least on the first corpse, you can see that she's yeah. like split down the middle. Um, any doctors who want to uh, weigh in and let us know how you would take a artsy black and white photograph of a uterus. That looks sort of like an x-ray, but like Rachel said, could not possibly and be an x-ray. it's gigantic. Your uterus is quite small when oh. it's not in use. Well, these women had like truck stop size uteruses. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the perfect, like the fallopian tubes curl around and there's like It the, was very artistic. Yeah. We should um, get a painting of that and hang it in the pod lab. <laughs> With the third alien <laughs> egg baby. <laughs> um, I really think that's what this is missing. Just like the alien yeah. sex baby. Um, and don't tell Matt. Just hang it up and be like, it's art. It's art. <laughs> it's, it's from fine, the outer limits. Um, I wonder if that's in a prop room somewhere. Can you imagine just like going through stuff and it's like, oh, there's the alien sex baby photo. So <laughs> it's a fucking story. So, okay. He's like, yeah, that's weird. They've got a third ovary. I, okay. I'm not going to inquire into this anymore. We've got we've got jizz and an ovary. Check. All right. What an on. odd coincidental birth <laughs> defect for them. Both to have. Yeah, that is how he treats it. Like, that's a weird birth defect. <laughs> this is not related. Is this town on top of, like, like uh, a nuclear waste site? Like, is that why, like, he's not at all surprised by how yeah. messed up their bodies are and the fact that they're shriveling into dust? That's really the only way this makes any kind of sense. So, anyways, the coroner's like, yep, that's weird. Did my job. So, Okay. So then all of a sudden, Sylvia, who is Jimmy's mom, all of a sudden she goes missing. So if you're keeping track, which you should be, we've got two desiccated corpses and a third old lady, like, out of the ray. And you're like, oh, what's going on? So um, we talked to Helen, and Helen's like, oh, yeah, I know where Sylvia went. She went into the light. And I'm like, you didn't know your own name 12 seconds ago. You know that Sylvia went into the light? Like, fucking, okay. So she went into the light, and she's like, Virginia and Lucy went, too. So now we know the name of the first corpse. So Lucy was corpse number one. Virginia's corpse number two. And now all of a sudden we have Sylvia going missing. So um, then Chris, the doctor daughter, is like, uh, okay, you keep not talking, you keep not shutting up about going into the light. Can you tell me what the fuck you're talking about? 
And then because going into the light is clearly in terms of this like a weird kinky sex metaphor, all of a sudden that's when Helen is like, yeah, I don't want to talk to my daughter about this. And she's like, ah, and just starts like screaming like, I don't want to talk to you about my fucking alien sex situation. So I'm going to just have a little attack and make you leave the room. So um, all of a sudden we cut to Jimmy's house and here comes hot young mom. So Jimmy's mom, Sylvia, is all of a sudden played by an actress in her 20s. And I will say that for as weird and messed up as this episode is, the young actress, old actress pairs, I thought they did a really, really good job. Like yeah, the young actresses. They match up pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're like, I feel like sometimes they're just like, I don't know, it's a young woman and she's white and that lady's white, like good enough, donezo. But this, I thought their facial features really matched up and like the the shapes of their faces and bodies and stuff. I don't know. Like it felt, I watched it and I was like, yeah, I believe that you're the, the 50 year younger version of that lady. Like good job. So um, in comes hot young mom. Um, Jimmy, I feel like we've all seen photo, enough photos of our parents when they were young that, like, um, the fact that she comes in and starts being like, oh, you haven't fixed that, and, like, that lamp was tacky 50 years ago. I feel like that plus the fact that it is his mother's face, like, should have keyed him into the fact that it's his mom a lot sooner, but, like, what we established from this program is that Jimmy is dumb as rocks, so I guess <laughs> that shouldn't surprise me. But he figures out this is my mom well, and she's think, young. Think of what happens if he admits that that's his mom. That means he has to admit that he fucked his mom's friend. Yeah, some random old lady. Some random old lady from the nursing home who was his mom's friend for 50 years. But also, like, Jimmy seems, like, hard up enough that, like, that wouldn't really ruin his sense of self. I'm not sure Jimmy made those connections. I never get the impression that he puts two and two together at no. any point in this episode. because he's At any point ever. He's real simple. He's a real yeah. simple country sheriff deputy. So then all of a sudden, um, Gare comes to the door and Jimmy's like, oh, shit. Like, and I'm like, what are you Don't so afraid of? Don't be suspicious. Yeah. Don't be suspicious. So he's the most, he won't even open the door to Gare. He's like, hey. And Gare's there's like, a- there's a break in at a clothing store in town and you're the only other cop in the whole town. So I'm telling you. Maybe you can investigate it tomorrow. Yep, sure. Yeah, okay. And tries to like slam the door. And then Gare's like, oh, did you care about your mom being missing and Jimmy's like uh yeah yeah and Gary's like still don't have her and he's like oh okay alright okay I guess you're gonna find her later alright bye bye Bye. slam the door in his face and Gary's like yep did my job I'm like like, none of this is tingling your police senses at all dude okay so um when Gary leaves Jimmy turns around and mom is totally gone and then all of a sudden we see her Christ we see her at a gas station hitting on a guy with like full on giant chiclet sized teeth Oh my god, his <laughs> when, teeth are so big. When when Rachel saw this guy's mouth open, she literally went, ah! <laughs> Which is, I mean, they're like, they're big enough that like, if he were older, I'd be like, oh, are those dentures? But like, he looks, he's fairly young. He's like in his 30s. So yeah. I don't, you know, some of us just grow into him a little later, I guess. <laughs> like 20 years later. But so... She hits on just this rando guy filling up his car with gas, which is awesome because he's like, oh, do you need a ride? And she's like, I was just going to offer you one. And I was like, Sylvia, (laughs) you're a grown woman. (laughs) How dare you? But so um, she's wearing a denim miniskirt and a denim vest and nothing else. So, you know, just getting her tits out. Like every other woman in this entire episode is just breasts. And all the men in this town, like, cannot handle it. They're They're like, like, oh, breasts. Okay, fuck me. All right. Okay. So anyways, (laughs) she goes off to fuck this rando guy. Uh, bum, 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 bum. But it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So then we cut to, at 20 minutes and 12 seconds, we cut to uh, another Gare staple, which is he's in bed nuzzling his fucking wife, which I fucking, <laughs> I love this. I love this. Um, It's like a, it's like a wireframe. It reminds you of the kind of bed that you'd have like a little princess in. So he's like fucking his wife in this little princess. Well, I guess he's just nuzzling her. Nuzz- yeah. Nuzzling his wife in this little princess bed. So um, he, uh, he's talking with Chris and Chris is like, 
should we like leave this town? Like I, my mom lived here her whole life. I've lived here my whole life. Like nothing is ever going to change. And I'm not going to be able to have babies. I'm not going to be able to have babies. So I'm just bummed out by living here. My mom like has Alzheimer's now and she never like noticed me or gave me any approval when I was younger. And like, I am done with this fucking town. I want to leave. Um, and I don't remember, does Garrett have anything to say to that? Or is he just focusing on the nuzzling while she's talking? Oh, she's like, no one's going to remember me. And he's like, uh, that's fine. Like, so if you move, who's going to remember you if you move? That is true. Her plan does not solve any of her problems. And she's like, well, no one's even going to remember my mom. And he's like, well, we will. And she's like, yeah, but nobody else will. And he's like, yeah, and? Although maybe that is, is her this point. required? She doesn't, like, if she, if the only people who remember you and, like, carry on your memory is your children, which is a depressing way of thinking about the world. But, like, if those are the only people who will remember you and she can't have kids, I can see why that depresses her. But also, like, at the same time, like... Like, you want, like, a legacy? Like, what do you want? Like, Yeah, what do you... What, he, she doesn't really clarify what she's looking for. Just that she feels stifled, and she doesn't want to feel like she's settled for her whole life. Yeah. I mean, you're fucking Grady, so, like, you won, okay? Just, yeah. Just, like, check. <laughs> That's your legacy. Roll over. Look, <laughs> look at what you got. That's prize number look one. Look upon your bounty. Yeah. <laughs> Gaze into his eyes. Not too deep. Not too deep. <laughs> She, she won't start- go to work tomorrow. <laughs> she starts hearing that white noise that we all hear. <laughs> Jesus. I got too excited. Okay. So anyways, gear bed nuzzling 20 minutes in and 12 seconds if you're looking. So um, then – so Jimmy's mom comes back to Jimmy's house and is like, it didn't work. If it had been your father, it would have worked. And then she hugs Jimmy and she starts becoming an old lady again. But she doesn't become a desiccated mummy. She just becomes the old lady that she was at the beginning of the program. No, she – well, we don't see her become a desiccated yeah. mom. We can assume she kind of does. I mean, maybe it later. does. But she's the first one who introduces the idea that maybe if I could have had sex with your father and we loved each other, that, love that would have made ingredient. the difference. I fucking, like, don't put love into my space TV show. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't be like, but it's the magic we, of love. I just, like, get that E.T. shit away from me. Okay. So <laughs> anyways, she becomes an old lady again. Um, and then we switch to the nursing home where mom, Helen, and Uncle Jerry are going to be going out to the light. So Jerry has no idea what's going on, but he knows that um, that mom with Alzheimer's is putting on her prettiest dress and her hair's all long and flowing. And she's like, I'm going to fucking walk into a field. And he's like, well, you have Alzheimer's, so maybe I should go with you. He doesn't <laughs> stop her. He doesn't try to stop her, but he's like, oh, we're going into a field now? Okay. okay. Here we go. So he follows her out into this field that I guess you can walk to from the nursing home. Um, it's some local house's property that is now abandoned is the way I understand it. So like nobody lives there anymore. So they're in, they're, they're walking to some property that, um, belonged. It looks, it sounds like it was like part of someone's like personal, like their, the land where their house was. The The Anderson Anderson family. Yeah. Yeah. And the Andersons haven't lived there in a long time. So it's abandoned. So no one goes there. So the grass is all overgrown. So mom like dances into the middle of the field and she goes and she finds the magic rock that she knows is there because this is a magic rock episode, you guys. So <laughs> It's like right there. <laughs> it's not like she brushes off one tiny layer. There's like of a little comb grass. over of grass. Yeah. yeah. So she she knocks off the comb over of grass. She sees this like, I don't know, like about the size of a human head rock. And she's like. Uh, Jerry, we're going into the light. And Jerry's like, well, we're like randomly in a field right now and you have Alzheimer's and it's the middle of the night. Like maybe we should go back. And she's like, no, close your eyes. And then (laughs) fucking space magic happens. I don't know how to describe it. There's just like a big magic. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like 
Did you ever watch Sailor Moon when you were a kid? A little bit. A little bit. You know when they turn from schoolgirls and then uh, they transform into yeah. their magical soldier selves and there's just like lights and colors and shit all around them? Yeah. That's what this is. This is like <laughs> magical, pretty Sailor Moon, but for old ladies. So um, they, you know moon magic, whatever, and then they become young and hot again. And Jerry's like, oh, my God, I've loved you my whole fucking life. And she's like, I know. Let's get it on. So they are. <laughs> After some dancing. After some dancing, yeah. They, they woo a little. Yeah, everyone else has been, like, on the time clock of, like, I have 12 seconds after becoming young to fuck a man. And they're like, hey, you want to go dance in a gazebo? So that's a thing that happens, which is fine, I guess. But anyways, so um, Jimmy at this point calls Gare, who is in bed, because that's where he's most comfortable acting. And he's, like, making no fucking sense. He's just like, rah, 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 rah. And Gare's like, okay, I need to go to Jimmy's he's house. Like, he's like, I'm hanging up. I'm just coming over. He's just real special. And then Gare's wife, Chris, is like, well, I guess I'll come, too, for reasons. So they both show up at Jimmy's house, and Jimmy is cradling his mom, who's almost dead. Um, and mom is like, making you young drains your life force. There's only one left. And, like, this entire time, I can't tell through this whole episode at what point they start believing that, like, there is something about becoming young and about, like, there, there's some, like, space magic that's happening. Because it just seems like they're like, oh, the ravings of a crazy old lady, like, this entire time. And I'm like, you've seen mummy corpses. Like, what do you, like, what do you, like, this. That's strep. You should, talked about it. <laughs> you should be believing that something is happening right now. And instead you're just like, oh, Alzheimer's, it makes them say the craziest things all together in unison and, and then die. it makes you young for a little while. So gives you, you a third ovary. people. <laughs> you know how Alzheimer's does that? It gives yeah. you a third ovary, a oh, giant yeah. well, uterus, and well then you die. Well, side effect. Yeah. yeah. It's science. That shows up on x-ray. It's science. We all know this. We learned this in school. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, okay, so we've got... Oh, you're right. Okay, so the Jimmy phone call happens before we cut back to mom and Uncle Jerry dancing. And, and Uncle Jerry's like, I've always loved you, but my brother got to you first and, you know, first dibs and all that. So then mom's like, I know that you've always loved me. So then they're like making out. Um, and then we cut to Chris and Gare doing research in a room that looks like someone just like had 4,000 binders and went, let's throw them everywhere. So it's just, <laughs> they're all just, I'm like, is this at the police station? It's like at the library? It is a weird circular little like <laughs> turret room with every binder that this entire production company had for their the entire life of it. I don't know. It's just yeah. binders and like two little computers. And I was like, Gare, I know you can't use that computer, man. I know. <laughs> I know your computer it's skills okay. are not. <laughs> Even for the 90s. still love You're going to you. hunt and peck. And that's okay. So he like stays away from the computer. Did you know that the entire time? He's yeah. like, he's like, look at the binders. Look at the binders. Very serious. So they're going through the binders, um, and he's like, they're trying to figure out what connects these four old ladies. So it's almost like no one in town knows that they were all, like, four best friends, which, I like, they know that um, Sylvia and Helen were, like, were friends. But the other two, they, they seem, like, to not know, even though it sounds like it's a small town, and they all hung out together, and they all were at the same nursing home. So I don't, I don't know, maybe they're just old and no one paid attention to them. Yeah, know. they were like, old people don't have friends. Yeah, they can't have sex, and they can't have friends. Correct. So. So then um, Gare is looking through some binder somewhere. He's like, hey, do you know your mom was a felon? And Chris is like, no. And this is when I started screaming because he's like, oh, yeah, she was trespassed off a piece of property. And I'm like, trespassing is a misdemeanor, you fucking jackwad. Like, I just, I was like, what <laughs> Grady, kind of. Grady, get it together. What kind of trespass? Were you trespassing with, like, was it aggravated trespassing? You had a gun in your hand? Like, what? <laughs> I was like, I was like, she trespassed like seven times. And they're like, for you now. with intent to treason. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I don't know. She did contact an alien race and agree to have its baby. Yeah. That I'm, feels like it would that, probably be maybe a that's felony. the felony. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the trespassing, it's the fucking a space lady. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll goddamn get there. So he's like, You know your mom was a felon? And she's like, What? No. And he's like, Oh, that's weird. She was trespassed off the off the property. You said was the Anderson property, right? Mm-hmm. Where um where all the bodies were found. And they're like, Maybe that's something. And they were all four of them together. Like, that's weird. So um, then we get to the fucking goddamn grossest part. Like, okay, so mom, Helen, and uncle Jerry both live at the nursing home. They live there. There are beds there. They snuck out of that building and nobody noticed. So I feel like they could sneak back in and nobody would notice. But instead they're like, you know what we should do? <laughs> <laughs> fucking gross. They're like, they're like, we should go to Gare. We should go to Gare and Chris's house and fuck in their bed. We first go off, fuck in my daughter's bed. First off, like, so it's not clear, like, if it's like a house or an apartment or something. But I, like, I feel like most places have like at least two rooms. So it's a good assumption that there's a guest room. You could, if you really had to fuck in a big boy bed, you could have fucked in the bed in their guest room. But no, mom is like, this is where the love is, and she goes and they have to have sex in the fucking Gare Chris bed. And I was like, it's your daughter. And even, even Uncle Jerry's like, Are you, this is your kid's bed. This is my niece's bed are you sure this is do you really want to fuck in this bed this particular bed this bed right here and she's like she takes off her shirt and she's like look at my voluptuous breasts and he's like all right no objection you and make I was a like, compelling you make argument. a compelling argument yeah and i was like fucking no children shouldn't fucking, fuck in their parents yes. bed and parents fucking shouldn't fuck in yes. their kids bed i just i feel like this is the moral highlight i'm standing on <laughs> And if anyone listening to this podcast doesn't agree she's with like, it, then this is fine. Where the love is. So, she's like, yeah, she's like, I sense it, and I'm like, Gare's left in that bed. <laughs> I might already be pregnant. <laughs> Fucking leaving his sex juju everywhere. Well, the best part, so we were laughing when we were watching it because they are, they don't have sex like in the middle of the bed. They have sex all the way to the right where Gare sleeps, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, are they in his sex divot? What? What is this? Yeah. Why are you? What is happening right now? But fucking gross. So, um. Anyways, uh, you know how all the other women were like, I had sex, it didn't work. I had sex, it didn't work. And the whole time we were watching, we were like, what, like, how do you know it didn't work? What do you mean? You don't know you're pregnant like right then. Turns out that's not the case with alien sex babies. You do know you're pregnant right then. Because all of a sudden, <laughs> so they have kind of graphic sex. She rolls over, mom Helen rolls over, and this giant light, this like fucking flashlight starts coming out of her vagina all the way up to her <laughs> belly button. It's just like flashlight, like Whoa. vulva all the way up. Like it lights up like a Christmas tree. And I was like, okay, I guess it worked. I guess it worked for you. Imagine if that happened in like just every time. Like, no, shit. Can you imagine like, like driving up to your friend's house and you just see like, Morse code lights fucking flashing and you're like oh good for you Rachel Rachel's getting some S O S every time a human woman got pregnant that would be horrifying no no turn it off you go home after like a day out and your teenage daughter's home you just see like a fucking what did you call it the beacon of Gondor like light up the clouds you're like no honey Oh my god. It was upsetting and I didn't like it. But um I will say for nineteen ninety six, I thought the special effect was like was pretty good. Yeah. You know? Like it did look like a light was coming like out of her skin and not just like drawn on top or something. It didn't look so. like somebody was holding a flashlight behind yeah. a cardboard cutout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like in Forever Night. Yes. <laughs> so um she gets light up vagina, so we know that the space magic worked. <laughs> um and then Gare and wife Chris are still out looking for Mom, Helen, and Uncle Jerry. So he's like, look, I'm going to drop you at home because maybe they'll wander to our house. 
Um, and then I will go back out on the road and like, I don't know, wander through this one horse town and see if I can figure out where they went. So they get home and they find Uncle Jerry sitting in the front room. Old again. He's old again. He's got his head in his hands and he's just like, oh my God, oh my God. This is a nightmare. And I'm like, "Is which part? The part where you became young, she became young, you fucked your sister-in-law, her vagina lit up. Like, which part of this is the bad part in for you? In her daughter's bed. <laughs> in her daughter's bed. Don't fucking your daughters. If there's one, I don't care what the actual moral of this episode is. The episode moral for me is don't fuck in your daughter's bed or it's going to get weird. It's gross. There's other mattresses. Just God. Don't make it weird. Don't make it weird. So um, then everyone goes into the Gare and Chris bedroom. Mom is there. She's young and pregnant and still fucking naked. So like that is the worst part for me. Like fine. You saw your mother who became young again. Like cool. Weird. Find that she's all of a sudden, like, nine months pregnant in your bed. I guess we'll deal with this. But she is still fucking tip to tails, butt-ass naked. And I'm just like, Mom, maybe cover your shame in my bed that you fucked my <laughs> uncle in. How about that? How about you Could don't? Could you move to the couch? Can we not get blood on this right now? Yeah, I'm going to have to burn my sheets. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thanks, fucking Mom. So, um, Ma- so like, everyone is, like, weirdly calm about this. They're like, oh, yep. Okay, three Mom. desiccated corpses, and Mom had an alien flashlight. God, I got Mom's it. Pregnant in my bed again. Just like weird. Yeah, exactly. They're more like, oh, this is annoying, and not what the fuck is happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then Mom is like, you know what? Uh, let me explain to you what's going on because no one else has, and they all die. So let me just give you the real heads up. Uh, me, three and our fr- three of my friends and I, we were driving through the field. We were gonna have a picnic, and we go, <laughs> <laughs> we go to this field, um, and this golden. Woman with a pair of, like, men's gold lame boxer shorts on her head. <laughs> right? I mean, I'm not wrong. That's what it looks like. Um, gold lame from tip to toe, totally naked. She seemed, like, she looked honestly like she had been painted, like, when your nude body is painted. Like, not like she was even wearing, like, a little merkin or a patch. Just, like, she was spray painted with a gold hose. So she's there in the middle of a field. She is the last of her alien race. And the only way to um, continue her species at all is for her to impregnate... One of her eggs each into these four women who I guess are young enough that they can take it. She they, she makes this weird comment like she, they were young and innocent enough. And I was like, were you space raped? Like what? Like, what do you, like <laughs> it almost sounded like they were young and dumb enough to accept a random gold lady being like, I'm going to poke an egg into you. Boop. Like it was just it feels a little bit like a sex crime. Like, did you understand what you were consenting to? I don't no. really think you did. It was the 50s. Like, did you know you had any, did you know you had a uterus or were you just like, that's my no-no zone? Like, I just, <laughs> Any, anyways, just, it feels a little upsetting and dumb. But so um, Gold LeMay Space Lady is like, the only way to continue my species is for me to pop an egg into each of you. She's like, boop, 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 boop with her little finger. And then she goes, uh, by the way. Um, my species, our eggs don't become ready for fertilization for 50 years. So here's what's going to happen, girls. Okay. So for 50 years, you're going to be just normal ladies. You're going to age like you normally would. And then at 50, um, come back here to this one spot, to the magic rock. And she plops the magic rock in the ground. Done. <laughs> Good space rock. Um, come touch the magic rock. You'll become young again, just long enough to fuck somebody. And then if you do it right... Uh, that male human sperm will zoop into your body and uh, figure out which which fallopian tube to shoot up into, which is your new middle one. Congratulations, you get a third one now. It's going to shoot up into your alien space egg, which is mine. You're welcome. And then you're going to make a half-alien, half-human baby, and somehow that will save my entire species. Don't worry about it. It's cool. And they're all like, thumbs up. We got you. So um, the other three, it didn't work. 
because they didn't fuck with love, which space alien lady with the boxer shorts on her head maybe could have said at some point before now. But I guess that was implied because obviously all alien babies are conceived out of love. We all know this. Uh, yeah. Again, it's science. So um, so mom tells them this and <laughs> daughter is like at first she's like, holy shit, I can't handle this. And then 12 seconds later, she's like, nope, I changed my mind. I can't handle this. This is fine. <laughs> Uncle Jerry's in the background like. I'm going to have to bleach this memory out of my brain. I can't deal with this. I'm making I'm making a half alien baby. Oh my god, oh my god. And Garrett is sitting there just like, I made money out of this. I'm going to have a new kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about Forever Night and the residuals that I should be getting. But don't. But don't, which is a bummer. Uh, I'm thinking about uh, I'm going to have pot roast dinner tonight. Like he is just, he has he's looking on his face like I got laundry to do. Like he's just off like somewhere, but he's making the bemused uh, this is all a hilarious joke and I'm not here right now face this whole time while mom is like let me tell you about my space alien sex baby <laughs> so all of a sudden mom is like it is time kind of like Mufasa and I was like oh god no so I <laughs> I was not prepared I've seen this lady give birth to an alien space sex baby twice and I was not prepared either time even knowing because what comes out of her is not a baby <laughs> what comes out of her is like a giant a uh, piece of chewed gum the size of like a terrier. It is large. It is large. It looks like it and looks there's no blood. Um, no, it's kind of like red and pinkish and slimy looking. But yeah, it's not like yeah, no, no like flow of blood comes out with it. It's yeah. just, it's just she just um like sneezes a lot of gum out of her hooch. So that comes out of her, and um, <laughs> Gare and Uncle Jerry and Chris are like. Oh, no. And I'm like, now? Now you're freaked out? Mom became young. Mom became pregnant. Mom shot out a space baby. Mom told you about being impregnated by the magic ET finger of a golden woman from outer space. You were cool, man. You that were fine. fine. But then you see her sneeze Step the gum wad out. Far. The giant gum wad comes out of her vagina, and you're like, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. And then the giant gum wad, it, like, pops open. And inside is a very large, but otherwise totally normal-looking human female baby and we know it's a human female baby because it's very physically clear that it is a human female baby yes which was a choice so but i will say that i like that they put like a little teeny bit of like they painted a little bit of blood on her yeah because i feel like normally when you see babies being born on tv shows they're just like totally clean and i liked that uh with the alien space baby they're like you know what we're gonna go for a little bit of realness in this moment we're gonna just a tiniest little bit yeah um <laughs> I literally in my notes wrote Gare colon the look on his face. Oh my God. So then after mom shoots at the baby, she becomes old again. Um, she no longer has Alzheimer's, or at least for the next 12 minutes while she's still alive, she no longer has I think Alzheimer's. It's implied she's not young, but she's cured of Alzheimer's and she gets to stay around to help raise the baby. That's kind of the vibe I got. Like you yeah. you sexed correctly, and so now the the gift to you is that you get to have old age without your your brain wandering off. And I was like, well, that's yeah. a, that's a thumbs up. Although on the same token, it means you remember the fucked up shit that happened that led you here. Maybe it would have been kinder for that to have been erased from your brain and not remember the Gold LeMay alien lady and your sex baby snot. Like, maybe mm. maybe it would have been better not to remember that. But anyways. Hey, honey, you remember that time I fucked in your bed and I got pregnant with that alien baby and then you raised it as your own? <laughs> Mom, stop bringing it up. <laughs> Mom's, Mom's got Alzheimer's. I don't know if anybody knows that. She's like, oh, do you guys want to know where you came from? Funniest Space. story. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, if this kid grows up and all of a sudden, like, she hits puberty and she wakes up and she's also Gold 
LeMay. <laughs> How are you going to explain that? <laughs> How do you fucking... And Hopefully then, it's the early 2000s and she's just like, glitter body spray, guys. Just so much <laughs> glitter body spray. <laughs> How many cans did you have to use? Oh, like like a whole store's like, worth. Yeah, like a, a bunch. <laughs> I really like Twilight, actually, so... <laughs> This is the skin can you of the can you imagine that's so much worse? That's so much worse. You're a glittering alien sex baby, but everyone's like, "Are you just really into Twilight, you nerd?" Oh my god, that girl's that whole life. Can you imagine that whole life? I hope that she's actually from an alien race that wants to destroy the Earth. Because like, if you grew up being glitter alien sex baby, like you, just you deserve to, it. You have to get this is the skin of a killer tattooed <laughs> on your arm. Oh, tit soak. Yeah. 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 That's what the Twilight kids call it. <laughs> I'm on I'm on several Facebook pages. Anyways, so <laughs> then then um, mom mom grandma whatever is like uh, I'm you know I'm just I'm only sad that I won't be here like you know to see this kid's entire life because like I will I will age and die like eventually. And then Chris is like, well I wanted a baby, and Gary's like, you wanted a baby, and they're both looking at the baby and hugging, and the voiceover is like, family, and I was like, fucking what <laughs> is the moral conceived in love. <laughs> I, I love that they decided to end this with, yeah, with, like, conceived in love as, like, the moral. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, conceived in alien sex, baby. <laughs> like, you took a long walk around to conceived in love. But I, but I was like, this is, this was so dumb. I really enjoyed it. I have to say, I really, like, I'd never seen The Outer Limits before. Like, I was aware of it, obviously, as a program. I had never seen it. And it was the craziest fucking shit I've ever seen in my entire life. And, like, we have been working our way through Gare's filmography. There's some crazy shit in there. Golden Alien Sex Baby is the bar. It's pretty up there. It's pretty up there. Um, I feel like Gare, he's in it, like, a medium amount. He's not, like, the main character, but he has, like, he's he's in most of the scenes, I would say. Um, he gets he gets kissing and rolling around in bed, which is uh, his bread and butter, so check yep. and check. Um, I... You know what? I would give this a solid seven smooches out of ten for for an enjoyable. Does he get a? You have such a handsome husband. Yes. Yeah, I think I forgot to write that down. But yeah, there is de- there is definitely at least one scene where everyone's talking about how hot he is because like that has to of course happen in every program that he's in. Yeah. Did I write that down? Let me check my notes again. I don't. Maybe I didn't. But that sounds that sounds familiar. Um, what how fucking hot her husband is. Could just be because they chose to have sex on his side of the bed. <laughs> she was like, here's a blonde wig, though. Like, I love you, but here's a blonde wig. Do you think you could wear it? And he's mm. got the, I didn't get a haircut, so let's just slick my hair back style. Uh, it's his official cop haircut, which is mm. glued to the top of his head. I don't have the note, but I do. I feel like it was at the beginning I think it's she's talking to him about how hot he is. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. Where she's wife. like, I can't have a baby and I'm sad. And he's like, you got this dick. And she's like, that is true. I do have this dick. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you make a compelling argument. I do have a wonderful husband who is very handsome. And he's like, thank you. Yes. You have fulfilled your contractual obligation to stroke my ego. <laughs> I do feel like every program that he's in, they could have just, they could just add like that dick. Yeah. That dick. And like the, it fits into every single thing. <laughs> Correct. <All> Correct. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because, like I like I said before, like when we first started this, I was like, "It's not going to be in every single episode he's in." Like it's gonna, it's like just like a funny joke between you and I. But like, 
Like, no. he's going to be serious in some of the things he's in. And everything that we've watched, it's just like, nope. Everyone's like, holy shit, that dick. And I was like, <laughs> awesome. It doesn't matter if he's in his 60s or if he's in his 30s. It doesn't matter if he's the main character or the husband of the main character or yeah. just like some random guy in the episode. Everyone who sees him is like, oh, my God. And I'm like, how is that what you you put that into your career? How is that your career? <laughs> That's awesome. And yet it is. That's amazing. Okay, I'm a jewel thief in this episode, but uh, someone who sees me steal will have to pause and go, dead ass. (laughs) 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 I I just respect this career so much. And I love that everyone that he works with also respects this career enough to be like, yeah, yeah, that line needs to be in there. (laughs) So what would you give this as a rating in terms of watchability? Oh, I feel like I need to come up with my own scale because you've got sloppy kisses i mean there's enough sloppy kisses for two yeah maybe i'll just give it the uh where would it fall on the what's his scale alien oh um like hot suburban dad to um alien like assassin it's kind of i don't know it's sort of in the middle because he's a hot suburban dad but there's also aliens I think maybe what I'll do is, like, was he coasting? I felt like he coasted a little in this episode. He was here. Yeah, but they didn't give him much to do except look bemused. They didn't give him bemused. a lot to do. Yeah, they didn't give him a lot to work with. He's got to have, like, meat. <laughs> He's got to have... <laughs> like, he got to kick a mummy corpse. I don't know. <laughs> what else do you want from and him? And they were like, you have to look at this mummy... And you have to believe it's strip. And he's like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm going to call upon all my Shakespearean acting I, skills. <laughs> I have to believe it's strip. And they're like, strip. Yeah. You, your character is a little bit dumb and doesn't know how science works. It's but strip. spoiler alert, no other person in this entire episode knows how science works. So yeah, it's fine. So it's perfectly fine. Yeah. I think he hit most of his characteristics, even though he only had a couple of... Yeah, he rolled over in bed. He kissed a lady. Everyone talked yeah. about that ass. I mean, that's that's <laughs> trifecta. Just the basics. <laughs> um, and he made and he made the I'm bemused to be here face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the four. eyebrow. Maybe I'll do the eyebrow raise. I got like two eyebrow raises out of five because <laughs> I think he was there. I think he was having a good time. But do I think that he was at his fullest Shakespearean scene chewing? No, because Best? if he no. if he actually reacted the way a normal human being would have reacted to any of the things that happened on screen, <laughs> he would have been screaming. screaming the entire time. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no. Why is she in our bed? Why are we not calling 911? Why are you just calmly <laughs> delivering this baby? Are, are you an obstetrician? There are blood mummies not, everywhere. You are not an obstetrician. You are not a mortician. <laughs> you are not the person who needs to be involved in any of what is happening here. Are you the only doctor? Is it you and the creepy guy that lives in the morgue is that it are those the only people in this entire town who can (laughs) practice medicine yes i I really feel like at the point that um his mother-in-law's youthful naked body is in his bed and pregnant and talking about a third magic alien space sex ovary he should have been like i peace out now he's like (laughs) i'm gonna just call jimmy i don't know how much help jimmy's gonna be but I'm gonna. I'd like to have another witness. <laughs> I need someone to drink with me, and I think it's gonna be Jimmy because Jimmy <laughs> fucked an old lady, and Jimmy will understand the stress that I'm under right now. Oh, oh my, my god! Gosh. So I fully recommend this. It's available on Amazon Prime. 
Uh, I I just need more people to watch this so that in public when I go alien sex baby everyone knows what I'm talking about alien sex baby <laughs> instead of just I'm sorry what <laughs> <laughs> ma'am this is a Verizon wireless <laughs> uh, and on are that you note, telling me there's no alien sex babies in a Verizon wireless <laughs> I beg to differ <laughs> oh no I'm sure they are but they don't like to be called out that oh, makes them feel oh, bad oh okay yeah yeah. Correct. <laughs> Hashtag not product placement. <laughs> so on that note. Uh, <laughs> Until next time, friends. Until next time. Bye. Bye.